SAFM Sports Wrap. Welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap. It's a Friday evening and lots to get through tonight. There is live Africa Cup of Nations action taking place from Equatorial Guinea this evening. Uh, a rugby-style punch-up uh, just a couple of seconds ago. Uh, almost a punch-up, more sort of handbag stuff. But we'll chat to Mo Ali to find out exactly what happened. I'm surprised. Doesn't look like anybody got a card for that. Uh, yeah, surprising indeed. Big pushing and shoving. So we'll find out from Mo exactly what happened there. But speaking of football, big, big action taking place tonight. Bafana Bafana in action. Must win game against Senegal. And coach Sheikhs Mashaba has made two changes to the starting 11 that lost to Algeria 3-1 earlier this week. Darren Keat has been dropped. He's replaced by Jackson Mabokwane in the goal. And uh, Eric Tawamatoho makes his return after suspension and he replaces the injured Rivaldo Kutsia. We'll chat to Mo more about that action a little bit later on in the show. We'll also hear from Halman Kalele, former Bafana Bafana player himself, who's been at the stage and has won at the stage as well. So uh, we'll chat to Helman later in this evening's show. There has been some good news for South African football and hopefully the news filters to Equatorial Guinea and gives uh, Bafana Bafana some much-needed confidence. Our under-20 side has continued their impressive run in the Commonwealth Cup in St. Petersburg, Russia. They overcame Belarus 4-3 on penalties after the match ended 1-1. In regulation time, they are through to the final, which is fantastic news. Let's hope some of those under-20 players can uh, show a couple of our senior players how to take penalties. Looking at some cricket news, there is uh, Momentum One Day Cup action taking place in Kimberley this evening. The Knights up against the Titans. The Titans batting first a short while ago, 292 for the loss of three. And uh, big, big runs uh, for Dean Elgin, another 50 for him. Uh, Jacques Rudolph run out for 119. In other cricket news, internationally, Australia beat England by three wickets with just one ball remaining in the Tri-Series One Day Cricket International that took place in Australia. That means the Aussies have qualified for the final. It's up to England and India to fight it out for the other spot in the championship match. In New Zealand, Sri Lanka uh, lost by 108 runs in the fifth one-day international. That means the Black Caps take an unassailable 3-1 lead in the seven-match series. And it was an interesting uh, interesting innings, to say the least. New Zealand were in trouble at 95 for three. But then Luke Ronshi and Grant Elliott came together, put on 267 runs in 180 balls. Ronshi ended up beaten on 170 with Elliott on 104. And Sri Lanka just were out of the game. They were battered out of the game from there and a fantastic, fantastic performance from the Black Caps. I tell you what, dark horses for the World Cup next month. Look out for New Zealand. On to some rugby news. Australia and Queensland's Reds fly half Quade Cooper has been sidelined for up to three months. That after he fractured his collarbone during a training session. The Reds released a statement today saying the 26-year-old playmaker who's out for 16 weeks during 2004 due to a shoulder injury will have surgery next week to repair the fracture. In some cycling news, Steel von Hoff won today's fourth stage of the Tour Down Under. He beat compatriots Rowan Dennis and Tour de France winner Cadell Evans. They avoided a crash right before the end, but they still retained the first and second places on the general classifications. South Africa's Dal Impey, who's riding for Orica Greenedge, finished second on the day. He's moved up to fourth on the general classification with two stages still to come. 
Cycling South Africa has named its road cycling team to participate in the La Tropical Amesa Bongo, which takes place in Gabon between the 16th and the 22nd of February. The team that will represent South Africa is Jay Julius, Nolan Hoffman, Clint Hendricks, Vili Smith, Reynard Butler, as well as H.B. Kruger. Cycling SA's goal is to qualify as the number one team on the continent and to have enough UCI points to send a strong team to the 2016 Rio Olympic Games. It was an intriguing day at the Australian Open today as well. I can tell you that uh, South Africa's Kevin Anderson had has advanced, but Roger Federer, not so lucky. Chris Bowers was at Melbourne Park. Good news for one man with a South African passport, but bad news for two others. Kevin Anderson is through to the fourth round for the third successive year after a straight set win over Richard Gasquet. Anderson was too solid for the gifted and flamboyant Frenchman, breaking early, breaking straight back after losing his serve early in the second set and holding his nerve when he blew a 4-1 lead in the third set tiebreak. For the past three years, Anderson has been beaten by Thomas Burdich. The good news is that he doesn't face Burdich on Sunday. The bad news is that he does face Rafael Nadal. Nadal was ruthless in beating Dudi Seller with no sign of the stomach problems he had on Wednesday and few signs that he's still lacking match practice. But if Anderson serves well, he'll have an outside chance of a win. Roger Federer has a South African passport and he'll be using his passport tonight to get out of Australia after he suffered a shock four sets defeat to Andreas Seppi. Federer admitted he didn't feel right all day. Often it wouldn't matter, but Seppi played the match of his life and posted the most dramatic victory of the tournament so far. In the men's doubles, South Africa's top doubles player, Raven Klaassen, has gone out. He and Leander Pace were beaten in the second round by Italy's Davis Cup doubles pairing of Simone Bolelli and Fabio Fonini. Chris Bowers for SAFM Sport, Melbourne. SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, that's what's happening in your sports news from around the globe. It's time to head north to Equatorial Guinea now, where the other two teams in Group C are in action. Must-win game for Ghana. They up against uh, the Desert Foxes of Algeria. Mo Ali is keeping an eye on the action for us. Uh, Mo, it's still goalless, but a heated affair. Tempers frayed. Uh, it's it's going to be a great game, this one. Very, very afraid indeed, and I must say the referee, Kuman Kulibali, hasn't really exerted the control that he might have uh, just to calm things down, and uh, we've seen some uh, terrible challenges on both sides, and uh, the one where... uh Asamoah Jan, who has recovered from that uh, bout of a mild malaria and uh, starts for the Ghanaians this evening. He had a lunge, a two-footed lunge at uh, Yasin Brahimi, the star player of the Algerians. And uh, that really should have warranted at least a yellow card, if not a red. And uh, the referee just uh, not having anything to do with it. Eventually, he did book... uh, Afri Akwai just shortly afterwards uh, for another two-footed lunge as well and there was some pushing and shoving on both sides and you can sense the tension uh, between these two sides and of course it's a must-win match uh, for the uh, Black Stars of uh, Ghana having lost their opener against uh, Senegal in dramatic fashion when Senegal got a late winner so a win is an absolute uh, priority for the Ghanaians a draw will be good enough for Algeria a draw might be good enough for Ghana as well but uh, they'll be hanging on by their fingernails and uh, they really would want to do the business this evening against uh, the Algerians as uh, Ghana come forward now down the right-hand side ball played into the danger zone and the header just away there by Majid Bouguera who's uh, coming to the Algerian side in place of uh, the injured captain Rafik Halish and uh, of course uh, the Ghanaians making two changes as well with Asamoah Jan coming on for the uh, coming in for Marisburg United's defender Mohamed Awal and Afri Akwa coming on for Mohamed Rabiu so uh, nearly uh, 38 minutes gone 7 minutes to half time girls have been a scarce commodity at this tournament thus far and uh, it is Algeria nil Ghana nil 
No, before I let you go, great news. Amadita through to the final in St. Petersburg. Wonderful news for, for SA football. Fantastic news. Uh, and uh, the fact that they came from behind as well, Brad, uh, to score a late equaliser and then uh, winning the game on a penalty shootout. And remember, they are preparing for the African Under-20 Championships uh, in Senegal in March. And a top four place there will uh, qualify them for the Under-20 World Cup in New Zealand. So uh, it's all looking really well at foundation level for South African football because can you imagine uh, these youngsters playing in this tournament uh, in uh, Russia and then uh, moving on to play at the African uh, Championships and then going on to the World Cup. The experience that alone that they would get certainly does bode well for the future of South African football. That it does. Mo Ali, thank you very much for that. We'll come back to you uh, during the halftime break, find out what the score is just before the end of the show. We'll also chat a little bit about Bafana Bafana's match this evening. Definitely looking forward to that. Can't wait. Kickoff in that one is at 9 this evening, by the way. Did you know vitamins and minerals are required by the body to grow, develop and function normally and to support a healthy immune system? Did you know antioxidants can prevent free radicals from causing cell damage? Did you know rooibos is rich in flavonoids and has an anti-aging effect? Gontha Health has combined multivitamins, minerals, antioxidants and rooibos extract into one product, Oxyvite, an advanced liquid formulation for better absorption. Oxyvite syrup for adults and Oxyvite syrup for children is now available at pharmacies and health shops. More information at gothahealth.co.za. Members of the public are invited to attend the South African Police Service's National Police Day celebrations on January the 30th, 2015 at Kapogweni Stadium, Bombela Municipality in Pumalanga. The event will start at 11 a.m. National Police Day is celebrated annually. Key highlights of this year's celebrations will include the official anniversary and launch of the 20 years of policing in a democratic South Africa and the extension of the Frontline Service Delivery Project at the Kapogweni Police Station. SAFM Sports Wrap. This is SAFM Sports Wrap. It is a big, big night for Bafana Bafana tonight. Do or die, must win in Equatorial Guinea. Coming up against a very formidable Senegalese side as well. And we join now by former Bafana Bafana player, Helman Kalele. Helman, welcome on to SAFM Sports Wrap. Nice to chat again. Uh, you've been in positions like this where it's do or die and must win. Uh, the boys under pressure this evening. Yeah, you know, as, as as a professional player, you should expect this, you know, these situations, and you must be able to on you must be able to deal with them, you know. And unfortunately, Bafana Bafana this time around have to go out there and make sure that they win, you know. Helmut, as far as the, the team selection goes, uh, Sheikh Mashaba making two changes, dropping Darren Keat, which uh, a lot of people have felt has, has been a bit unfair. He, he did make a couple of good saves. Yes, he let through a soft goal towards the end uh, the other night. But uh, Eric Matoho back in, in, in defense as well, and that's going to really firm up our, our, our sort of defensive structures. It's, it's, it's good to have him back. Really disappointing about Rivaldo Cuciello. Yeah, you know, uh, I feel for 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 Darren Keith, you know, because as you have just rightfully said that you know he did quite very well. It's only those you know tactical mistakes that he made, he did that cost him the position, you know. But I, at the same time, we can't you know uh, read much of it, you know, because sometimes as a coach, you 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 plan according to what has been happening at training, you know. Maybe he hasn't fully, fully, fully recovered. You know, as we would love to see him playing. Like for me, he, he did quite very well. And and on the issue of Matoho, yes, it is very good because we saw the, you know the second goal 
yeah, that was caught, you know, and 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 and, and it was a high ball whereby we failed to, to to deal with high balls. So for his comeback, I think it will add much value, and more especially as we all know that you know the Senegalese they are tall, you know, so we have to have somebody who can command in terms of challenging them. And unfortunately for the young Rivaldo, you know, because uh, you could see him, we were stable when he was still in there. And the good thing about him, again, that we miss him mostly is the ability to carry, you know, the ball, you know, to start the build-up attack, you know. But other than that, uh, I do have the faith on the guys that will be starting there. Helman, looking at uh, our last encounter against uh, Algeria, I mean, uh, after the halftime break, we came out, we looked very good, particularly up front, very sharp. I mean, we got in behind the Algerian defence. That's been one big positive since uh, Sheikh's Mashab has taken over. He's, he's, he's injected some real pace up front, and, and that bodes well, but we're still lacking uh, an out-and-out world-class striker who, when given an opportunity, can, can put the ball in the back of the net. You know, that has been our strength. You know, um, uh, Coach Sheikh Mashaba has identified our strength that we failed to identify over the years. You know, in terms of playing, you know, these short passes and, and, and playing them with confidence and lots of movement in terms of creating opportunities. The only aspect that you have just said now that we need to, do, to, to work on is the finishing. Because... You know, we outplayed the, the, the Algerians. The only, only part that let us down is the finishing, you know. And also, uh, we also need to, 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 to be aware that as much as we attack in the whole 90 minutes, we're not going to, uh, some part of that 90 minutes, we will be under pressure. How we, are we going to be dealing with that situation? I think. That is what Coach Masaba will also work on it in terms of our defensive, you know, um, uh, qualities, and more especially when we do, when when we when when our energy levels has gone down in terms of attacking. Helmut, it's been a long, long time that Bafana Bafana have qualified for uh, an AFCON final by, by virtue of playing, not by hosting it, which which is fantastic. I mean, it's an achievement in itself just being there. It's been a while since we've done that. You, by what you've seen from this team, do you, do you think we've got what it takes to beat Senegal tonight? I have no doubt at the back of my mind. If we can stick to our game plan, that that, that made us so good uh, against Algeria, you know, and, 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 and as we speak, me and you right now, the Senegalese are shivering where they are because they don't know how they can stop Bafana Bafana. The only thing that Coach Sheikh Mashaba needs to work on is that mental state, you know, the psychological part where players, he needs to push them, to uplift them, so that they can bounce back for, uh, from their defeat. Because it's very crucial. In terms of our, our techniques or the talent, I believe that we are more talented than them. But the only thing is that will count is you know, the belief in our players, you know, the, 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 the confidence, you know, team confidence, you know, the work ethic. If we can get that spot on, then we, we still have, you know, a good chance of qualifying to the next round. Helm Kalele, always great to catch up. Uh, love chatting football with you. Thanks for your time this evening. Enjoy the game tonight. I know you're going to be glued to your TV, and uh, let's hope you're 100% right. I think uh, Bafana were fantastic against Algeria. If we had scored that penalty, I think it could have been a totally different ball game. And let's hope they learn the lessons that they need to learn out of that one, and they take it forward and beat Senegal tonight. Thanks for your time. Thank you. SAFM Sports Wrap.
It was a good day for South Africa's Kevin Anderson down under at the Australian Open this morning as well. He came up against the 24th seed, Richard Gasquet, and ended up beating him in straight sets, which is fantastic. 6-4, 7-6, 7-6. Six, seven, six, seven, six. Anderson now advances through to the fourth round where he's got a tough draw. He's up against Rafael Nadal, who uh, also advanced uh, much better today than he did in his first round encounter. But uh, Nick Bowers caught up with, uh, not Nick Bowers, Chris Bowers caught up with uh, Kevin Anderson following his victory earlier today. Kevin, can you just describe the feeling you had at the end when you saw the ball from Gasquet go out and you were into the fourth round? Yeah, I think uh, relief was the first emotion. Played, play, played a great match. I felt I gave myself a good opportunity going four and up in that breaker and then a few points slipped away and next minute he's serving at 6-4 and I felt you know, good chances going into a four set here but as, was able to claw back and uh, you know, felt just great uh, getting through that match in straight sets and you know after a while sort of you don't really aware of you know what round it is you just you know you've competed you know you're 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 in that match those were the you know my biggest emotions out there but obviously in the back of my mind I did you know I know what stage of the tournament it is and you know it really feels great to be in the fourth round you can blow opponents away with your big serve but this was as much a victory for the solidity of your baseline game and your choice of shots wasn't it it was I thought I definitely served well throughout the match, and that was a key uh, part of winning today. But I also felt there was some there were some games where I gave myself opportunities, and I felt I was you know sticking with him you know toe to toe from the baseline and coming out ahead in some really key moments of the match. Uh, my baseline play is something I've really worked on, and if I look back in my match against him in Miami, I really felt I did a much better job in those short court sort of balls in the mid uh, mid court. I really felt I did a good job taking care of those balls today. Do you get the sense that this is the kind of match you wouldn't have won a year, maybe certainly two years ago? Look, it's impossible to say if I would have won it or not. Winning in straight sets, yeah, I think it's definitely testament to me continuing to improve and get better, and that's what I'm working towards. Uh, I feel like I'm a better tennis player now than I was two years ago, so it, it would stand to reason that I've got a better chance of winning matches like this today and I think it gives me confidence uh, winning and beating such a tough opponent in straight sets and the last three years you've come up against Thomas Burdick good news is you haven't got him the bad news is it's Rafa yeah well I guess that's uh, for me it's uh, it's an improvement playing Rafa uh, so uh, maybe I'll just take uh, that with me and I mean it's going to be excited to play him I mean you know fourth round at a slam playing you know, one of the best players of all time. I'm going to be up for the challenge. Obviously, you have to play well, but that's what I've been working for. You know, not just in the last weeks in the off season, uh, beginning uh, to prepare for this tournament, but the experiences that I've had. It's not going to be easy. I'm going to have to, you know, really play well. But I think if I can do that, I mean, you know, give myself a chance of winning that, and you know, I feel like I've got the belief uh, that I can win. But I'm just going to go back to my basics of, of what I've been doing. Uh, you know, staying relaxed out there, being committed to what I want to do, and. Uh, sort of seeing, you know, what adjustments I need to make. And, you know, when I'm focusing on those three things, I'm, you know, playing good tennis. SAFM Sports Wrap. That was Kevin Anderson speaking after his victory against uh, Richard Gasquet this morning at the Australian Open. On to some cricket news now. Proteus coach Russell Domingos confirmed that he'll rest some of his big-name players while giving an opportunity to some of the fringe players to stake their claim in the team. At the same time, Domingo revealed that Quinton de Kock is likely to play the last game of the one-day international series against the West Indies in Pretoria next weekend. Definitely want to play everybody that's in the squad, so we'll use his next two games as... Uh an opportunity for some some of the fringe players to, to stake a claim and, and um, 
bring some performances for us. It's highly unlikely that AB is going to keep the next two games. Um, so I'm hoping to confirm the selectors, but my plan would be for um, Mourne van Beek to keep the next game. And then in all likeliness, depending on the medical committee, if they're okay with Quinton de Kock playing the last game, so that's a possibility for us. Um, and hopefully we can get him back in international cricket in, in Pretoria next Wednesday. So he will join us on Friday and train with us for the next few days and hopefully we'll have him ready next Wednesday in Pretoria. Pretoria's vice-captain Hashim Amle will not be available for the fourth ODI in Port Elizabeth on Sunday and has been given time off to rest while Captain A.B. de Villiers will miss the last ODI at his home ground in Pretoria next Wednesday. We'll send Hashim home and he will join us for the last one international Pretoria. And I will, in all likeliness, give A.B. de Villiers a rest in the last one international in Pretoria, but play him in Sunday for even with the changes, the team, Domingo says that they need to continuously make improvements to their game, especially with the sole focus now being the Cricket World Cup, which starts in just under one month's time. There's, there's always room for improvement. Every single aspect of our game can improve. Um, you never play the perfect game of cricket, so there are aspects of our game that we can improve. Um, those aspects, we, we know what they are. We've been working on them hard over the last couple of, couple of weeks, um, and we'll continue working on them going forward during the series and in terms of preparation in Australia and New Zealand. Domingo says his team's always been under pressure to perform well regardless of whether they are at home or abroad and believes that it's not uh, of paramount importance for his team to be under pressure the whole time in order to prepare themselves for what's to come at the World Cup. We've, we've been under pressure all year. Uh, we've had some tough series. Um, so whether or not we're under pressure now or under pressure six months ago, doesn't matter too much to us. We've been under pressure in Australia, we've been under pressure in Sri Lanka, we've been under pressure in Zimbabwe. Um, so it's not that important for me at this stage. Domingo also said he's pleased with the general form that the teams uh, showed and individual players, and it's always better going into a major tournament on the back of a series win rather than a series loss. No, very happy. Uh, form's important. Obviously, we've still got a few weeks before we get there and a few games to play, but you'd rather go to the World Cup having won a series and go there having lost a series so we're happy with the, we're happy with the results that's fine joining us uh, or chatting a little bit about uh, the Proteus form that they've been in uh, head of the World Cup and the next One Day International which happens at St George's Park this coming Sunday. Don't forget next week Wednesday we'll be broadcasting live from uh, from Centurion for that final One Day International. Looking forward to that. Let's head back to Equatorial Guinea now. Mo Ali joining us. Uh, Mo, half time in that clash between Ghana and, uh, and uh, Algeria. No goals. No goals and a rather forgettable first half as well. The pitch not the best of quality. The referee not uh, at top form and uh, no real opportunities uh, towards the end. Uh, one minute before halftime, uh, ball was rolled into the uh, path of uh, Asamoah Jan, but his shot was well blocked by Majid Bouguera and uh, the Algerians had a chance in the 20th minute when uh, Ishak Belfodil scuffed his shot wide, but uh, not too much to uh, write home about in the first half, Brad. Mo, but more importantly, uh, tonight, Bafana Bafana in action against Senegal. Coach has made two changes to that side. Uh, Eric Taumatoa comes back. That's definitely going to firm up our defences. Uh, are we looking at okay in goal? Darren Keat being dropped. Well, uh, that's a very, very big call from uh, Sheikh Mashaba to uh, drop Darren Keat. 
Uh, he did he did well for me uh, you know and, uh, the uh, goal that he conceded of course uh, was uh, an error on his part but uh, you know goalkeepers errors are always accentuated how many chances do strikers miss and then uh, you know nobody talks about that but uh, Jackson Mobohwani uh, Clive Barker rates him highly at Mpumalanga Black Aces but he doesn't have much experience at international level and uh, he can expect a few elbows in his ribs <laughs> as he goes in for crosses against those uh, big Senegalese and uh, of course uh, Tao Mato's uh, height and, and physical ability will be needed at the back uh, to keep out uh, the likes of uh, Papi Sisse. He didn't even get a game in the, in the opener against uh, Ghana. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a tough, tough ask for Bafana Bafana. I think uh, the, the main thing will be to use their skill and uh, also to use their pace uh, to outsmart the Senegalese. Mo, Helm Kalele says he's got no doubt in his mind Bafana are going to beat Senegal tonight. Put your neck out there. Which way do you see it going? I, I wish I could be that positive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to put my neck out, unfortunately, Brad, because on paper, I think uh, Senegal are a very, very strong side. If they could leave a player like Sadio Mane, who's having such a fantastic season with Southampton, if we could leave a player of him, uh, his quality, and Papi Sisse on the bench, then that tells you Demba Ba not even making the squad. Uh, but having said all of that, uh, Bafana Bafana are not without hope, sir. Certainly. And, uh, you know, they've just got to uh, make use of the chances that come their way and uh, bury them because at this level you get one or two and you've got to take them. And, of course, a very, very big game for Bafana Bafana this evening. And uh, victory this evening will certainly uh, open up things, particularly if Ghana don't win because it would mean that uh, Ghana would have nothing to play for in their last game against Bafana. Fantastic. Moali, thank you very much for that. And we'll have more action here on SAFM throughout the evening. Don't forget, kickoff in that Bafana game, 9 o'clock tonight. We'll chat European Tour Golf next. Attention all employers. The Compensation Fund has extended the license of Rand Mutual Assurance, the RMA, to include Class 13 employers in terms of Section 30 of the COIT Act of 1993 as amended. This means that as of the 1st of March 2015, employees in the iron, steel, metals, artificial limbs, galvanizing, garages and related industries will be transferred to the Rand Mutual Assurance. The RMA manages claims for occupational injuries and diseases in the mining industry and has been administering claims for occupational injuries and diseases since 1894. For more information, call 0860-105-350. The Compensation Fund. Working for you. I do not choose to be a common man. It is my right to be uncommon, if I can. I seek opportunity, not security. I want to take the calculated risk, to dream and to build, to fail and to succeed. It is my heritage to stand proud and unafraid, to think and act for myself, to enjoy the benefit of my creations and to face the world boldly and say, this I have done. I am an entrepreneur. Visit businesspartners.co.za. Business Partners. Investing in entrepreneurs. The Parliament's Portfolio Committee on Rural SAFM. Developments and uh, Land Reform invites interested persons to submit comments on the Recapitalization and Development Program, the RADP. Input should cover perspectives on access to RADP funding, strengths and weaknesses of RADP, and how the policy can be effectively implemented. Send submissions to uh, Pnzama at parliament.gov.za by the 28th of January 2015. Public hearings aimed 
aimed at assessing whether RADP has empowered beneficiaries. It will take place in Parliament on the 4th and 5th of February. For more information, please visit Parliament's website, www.parliament.gov.za or contact Pumla Nyamza on 0837098492. This message is brought to you by the Parliament of South Africa. European Tour Golf, it is the Qatar Masters taking place in Doha uh, this weekend. Round three today and there are four people atop the leaderboard. Scotland's Mark Warren. Argentina's Emiliano Grillo as well as Austria's Bernd Wiesberger. All four on 13 under the other uh, player atop the leaderboard is South Africa's Brandon Grace. He shot a 68 today to go with a 68 he shot yesterday and a 67 on day one. He caught up with Nick Dye following his round. Yeah, it was good. Um, you know, nice to start off with a birdie but then um, you know, got a little bit greedy on the on the third and the fourth Um you know, going for some pins that I shouldn't be going for. And, um, you know, you learn the hard way through that. But um, it's nice to bounce back the way I did. And um, it's nice to finish off the round with a, with a good birdie on 18. You know, today, 18 is definitely not a, give a, a given birdie. So, um, you know, I was I was very confident getting it up there. I got a nice lie in the rough. And I told Zach I'm definitely not laying up. I'm going for this. So, you know, it was with all the trust and the things, I pulled it off and uh, managed to make a good up and down for, you know, for, I think, a tie of lead. And yet, as you say, you did find parts of this golf course that you don't really want to be finding. Yeah. <laughs> One miraculous escape, though. Yeah, yeah. They on. I think it was the fifth. I think um, you know, that was, or the sixth. I don't even know. You know, um, I actually didn't hit that a bad tee shot. I thought it's just in the rough on the right, and it must have had a big bounce to the right. And you know, we'd finished. I thought this is going to take some magic, and um, you know, I could only hit a big snapping hook with a wedge. And um, you know, when I hit it, I asked Zach where is it because I couldn't see the ball, and he said, "Well, it's hooking." So, and that was a thing. And then we heard the claps, and um, next thing, you know, managed to make a, a nice little five foot of a birdie. Kind of lifts your day as well, doesn't it? Gives it you was, that on it the was. Yeah, that li- definitely just got a kick started. Um, you know, birding the next as well is a great birdie. And, uh, you know, then the, the momentum kept on going from there. So, um, you know, I'm pretty happy with the round. And, um, you know, after day three, I'm still in a position where, where you want to be. Am I right to assume you're comfortable in a final day now with all the victories under your belt and one of them pretty recently? Yeah, you know, I'm still not going to... I'm not going to say that, um, you know, it's given. Um, you know, you still have to get up, still have to do the same things and still have to play good golf. Um, you know, nothing is a given out here. You know, these guys are good and um, we all play to win and we're all there for a reason. So, um, you know, I'm just going to try to do the same tomorrow and um, hopefully hopefully can um, be one better. We'll have all those details on SAFM Sports Special tomorrow. That returns at 3 o'clock uh, Friday edition up next. And uh, from myself, Brad Brown, have a fabulous, fabulous Friday night. Enjoy the football tonight. Go Bafana Bafana. And don't forget, you can catch some more sport tomorrow morning on AM Live. Speaking of news, it is 7 o'clock. And here's Greg Hoos.